Ladies and gentlemen, as the title suggests, we are uncertified financial planners. We are not professionals. I repeat, we are not professionals. Before you make any financial decisions, please contact an official certified financial advisor or planner. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Uncertified Financial Planners podcast. We have a special one today. Actually, they're all special. Let's be real. We're kidding ourselves if, they, if we say they aren't. We are not professionals. You heard that in the disclaimer. How'd you like the intro? I loved it. Talk to us nice. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty hard. Shout out to uh, Jonathan Strachan for making that in like a week. Um, super talented musician. Follow him on Instagram. Was that his voice in it? Yeah, he just used a bunch of distorters. It's pretty sick. Good, dude. He sounded absolutely spectacular. Let's He's be basically honest. basically John Mayer. I would say so, but also say this. He is hired onto the Uncertified Financial Planners podcast for $0 an hour. That's our boy. I don't know him, but he sounds like an absolute beast. Voice of an angel. Got that right. Um, but today, we will be talking about, what will we be talking about, Garrett? Cryptocurrencies. Wow. And you might be, you might be wondering right now, you might be like, what is cryptocurrency? Well, let me tell you. Actually, it's Investopedia. But I'll say it, what they wrote. So, cryptocurrency is a form of digital asset based on a network that is distributed across a large number of computers. Uh, this decentralized structure allows them to exist outside the control of governments and central authorities. Hopefully that sums up. It sounded like a whole bunch of gibberish to me, other than it's decentralized currency. Uh, so it's just like an alternate, I don't know. We're going to learn today, but we're basically, <laughs> this is what we're going to be talking about. When, where, why, how, whom, yeah, what is currency? All those combined into <laughs> one. Uh, I think that kind of explains it later on in the episode. We will be discussing the UFP portfolio based on our stock mm. picks at the end of the episodes and how that is performing so far since recommending. Um, and then we will also give our new stock picks of the week. And join the Discord. Yes, yes, I did forget. Join the Discord or text me or Garrett and we will put you on. Oh boy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, so today we have with us our first special guest, David Barham, a friend from middle school, high school. I grew up playing football with him. Uh, and he was somewhat, if not spectacular, at doing this crypto thing he was somewhat successful uh and so we figured very sounds like somewhat. yeah yeah very very i'm downplaying his success we figured why would we not bring him onto the show because you know he is spectacular at what he's doing uh so david take it away who are you where are you from give us some background yeah, so like as you said, uh, grew up in Tennessee as well. Played middle school with Ethan, so it was, it was nice. Um, didn't really get into crypto until really recently, actually. Same with I've always liked money, stock market, all that type stuff, but um, didn't really get into it until I really could. Um, but I 
lived in Tennessee up until really recently. Uh, my dad's a pastor, so he got a job down in College Station, Texas. Um, so I moved with them for about a month, kind of tried it out, and then just decided I want to move back. Uh, I moved into my own place in Brentwood. Uh, I've been working full time and doing uh, Columbia State online and looking to transfer out of that at some point. Um, and then I just recently moved down to Boca Raton, Florida uh, with my girlfriend and starting to see if I can get settled into another apartment here sometime soon. Sounds yeah. awesome. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. What were you going to say, Garrett? I'm sorry. I was going to say, uh, tell us about your experience with crypto. And, uh, yeah, so crypto. How you get into it and everything. Yeah. Um, so I got into it, actually, my friend Ethan, um, his dad knew a lot about the stuff. And so he, his dad kind of taught him. Um, and then he really introduced me into a lot of the stuff. So um, I really got into it when last year, I mean, if you invested in just about anything, stock market, cryptocurrency, you were going to make money if you stayed in long enough. Mm-hmm. So um, he, starts, right. he starts kind of pulling some stuff up and I'm like, this, this looks really interesting. I'd like to see if I can get some stuff in. Um, and so instead of just doing college, we had online classes. Um, we would just kind of look at stocks, cryptocurrencies, and we started just kind of going in and out of stuff there. Um, but uh, that's really kind of how I got started into that. Uh, just yeah. real quick, uh, he was not talking about me, Ethan. I have absolutely no idea about crypto <laughs> other than uh, I have a little bit of Litecoin. Shout out Litecoin. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a d- different Ethan. Different Ethan. Yes, yeah. <laughs> This one's what we've got here is an idiot, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Garrett, you take it away. Quit roasting me. All right. So we've got a few questions for David about his experience in crypto because, you know, none of us know anything about it. So in my, or I, we kind of talked this before we start recording. Um, I'm not a huge fan of crypto personally. So I'm coming at this from a different angle. Um, I don't like it as a government-backed currency, like the, the United States moving towards a digital dollar. Um, and I don't like people relying on it and people following the trend with it. But there's money to be made there. It is a commodity. Um, so we're going to try and delve into it from that angle. And you really gave nothing. This is a... Gave nothing <laughs> to work with there, man. <laughs> oh, thanks for interrupting. That was really cool, Ethan. Um, is this something sustainable or did you just see an opportunity when you first got into crypto so for me i think crypto like you said is another one of those things where people are going to buy into trends but i also see it as Mm -hmm. something that is sustainable so i mean for me personally i kind of started it with following the trends and i I lost money doing it um so i bought Mm -hmm. in a lot of uh, a dogecoin because my friends at work were all hammering me about it telling me you got you got to get into this stuff you got to get into it. so I, I bought in i lost about 900 dollars worth of the stuff and so mm-hmm. i just had to take the loss had to take it but then i i start kind of really doing my own research about what is more than just the ones that people are talking about i start yeah. to look at the ones the bigger ones bitcoin ethereum but then i also start looking at the lower ones like cardano shiba inu like some of the lower ones that are going to be way more volatile but ones that i actually do trust mm-hmm. not just what people are telling me i should be looking at yeah yeah you did your research like this wasn't just some fly by the wire oh this sounds cool throw a dart yeah. like you know a lot no. of people were just throwing darts hoping for the best so you you were really yeah. putting in that work yeah so i mean i mean last year i i would go to work 
and there'd be a bunch of people around me and everybody would talk about, oh, you got to get into this stock or that stock or this stock telling me all about how much money they made. But I'm like, we were in the biggest bull market we had been in like decades. So it's mm-hmm. like everybody's going to think they're some financial advisor for making $100, $200 on this stuff. But it was like I would instead of going out and hanging out with people, I would just go. I would work. I'd go home. I'd look up stuff. Like, I would watch YouTube just to, for hours about the stuff to mm-hmm. see what, I, what can I really get out of it. Yeah, trust me. I thought I was a financial advisor. I was up like 36% coming into this year. Now I'm, yeah, now I'm down like right under 14%, which is much better than I was after June. Talk oh, yeah. To nice. But Garrett, you have the questions. Let's hear them. <laughs> I mean, if you're done whining about how much money you've lost, you know, we'll, we'll get on with it. Um, so David, where do you where do you see the value coming from with crypto that makes it trade at such insane prices? Because you know there are benefits to it. I think it's a it's a special digital commodity of its mm-hmm. own. But where do you see the value from it? So I, I think the biggest value that can come from it is you're going to get the most money in the shortest amount of time, and that's just to do it to its volatility. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all still there? Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Sorry. I, I just got a call. Uh, now, the reason that I trust that is um, if you really look at it, not just on like a one coin by one coin thing, it'll follow the real stock market pretty mm-hmm. much to a T, just in a lot higher percentages. So Bitcoin, like the stock market's up 10%, Bitcoin will be up 20, 25. But when you're going yeah. down, it'll be going lower. 2025 so it's it has its pros and cons mm-hmm. um you mentioned you mentioned you were getting a call was that the money calling by chance i think it was uh, it was actually okay. the other ethan probably calling to talk about money <laughs> okay so it's, deal. It's always the money calling <laughs> you mentioned how it somewhat follows the market i actually read something about that where if the stronger the u.s dollar is weaker crypto in the market is um so how do you see that playing out with us having a strong dollar right now do you see you know short-term volatility and long-term success is this a time to buy a cryptocurrency what 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 are you thinking yeah so with with the short-term volatility i see that as a huge upside um because people nowadays are they're buying into the trends like you were saying and i think that's a reason why a lot of people aren't going to trust in crypto is because they'll follow what their friends are saying, what the media is saying, and they'll lose money. And they'll think if I don't make as much as my friend made in his short amount of time, then I'm doing something wrong. And then they'll pull out and they'll take the loss. What I think is good about the volatility and the market, when the cryptocurrency follows the market and it goes down in a bigger percent, I see that as a better thing rather than it only going down a small percent because it's like buying stuff on sale you'll be able to buy way more of it than you would any other thing and then once it goes up exponentially where it follows the market but higher you got even more and then it sold for even more it gives you a benefit of it going lower and then even higher yeah that makes sense yeah 100 percent. yeah um Definitely. I mean, it is scary to see, and not that you bought personally at the 64,400 high. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
it's twenty three thousand, right over twenty three thousand now. It was yeah. at sixty four at one point. That mm-hmm. is a little nerve wracking. But the good thing about that is now you have about forty thousand yeah. room and room to spare, uh, which is mm-hmm. nice to see. And that's something we're seeing in the stock market. That's something Garrett and I can touch on more. Is that we are seeing a big buying opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just about finding when that market is ready to correct and, and start that new yeah. bull market. And, and that's yeah. something that's harder to find. But this is a great buying opportunity, not just for crypto, but also the stock market. Completely agree. Yeah. So one thing we talked about, um, I think in episode two, was knowing knowing the risk. Like how much are you willing to lose? What is your process when buying crypto since it is more volatile like how much what like percentage wise feel wise what are you willing to lose what are you risking when you go into crypto yeah so i think when going to crypto or into crypto it's it's gonna be more of a risk regardless but i think stock market itself is a risk too uh oh yeah you could look at the stock market you can pick up any different stock you're gonna risk the Mm -hmm. chance that that company or that stock or the stock market itself is gonna plummet Unless it's, same forward, crypto, unless it's, it's forward. more. Yeah. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> All right. Sorry. Go um, ahead. No, no, you're good. Um, but I mean, you're, you're going to run that risk. I think there is for sure more of a risk when it comes to crypto. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go out and put my entire portfolio into just one crypto or even all crypto. I think I yeah. try and make my crypto portfolio more like that of an ETF where I'll dip in about five or six, seven different things. And if one goes up, I'm not going to make all of my money's worth. But if one goes down, I'm not going to lose everything that I have. Yeah. So we talked a little bit also in the last or two episodes ago, I think, the 80-20 rule, 80% stocks, 20% bonds. You know, Benjamin Graham, that whole how to weight your risk, right? Mm. So waiting um process for crypto do you do you have like other equities other assets yeah so i'll i'll also go into the stock market i mean i'm i'm not just some i'm going straight into crypto i'll 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 to a bro alone okay that's no (laughs) yeah so i won't just do that because i i think that's foolish to not look at something that's as stable as the stock market and i mean you're, there's always an opportunity to make something in the market regardless right. of it's if, if it's crypto or just regular yeah and i mean look at the stock market it has you know over 120 150 years of data of it mm-hmm. being proven to go up go up over time but the Absolutely. good thing about crypto is it's starting to i mean you could see that type of growth that you've seen in the stock market in crypto and that would be exponentially higher than 23,000 for Bitcoin. Absolutely. We'll say this, Melody Hobson, shout out Melody Hobson. I don't know who she is, but she said this, biggest risk of all is not taking one. It is okay to take a risk. You've got to be willing to lose though uh, yeah. before you can win. And obviously David did that. David had a little bit of loss at the beginning and that and that probably made him a little frustrated what in the world i just lost you know nine hundred dollars or maybe you know the listener maybe they lost 50 60 150 dollars they're mad now you got to do your research you got to understand why you lost and that's how you grow um and obviously david has done that uh what's your 
the height of everything, how were you doing? What was your what was your uh, um, profit? I around I want to say maybe August or September when most things were at their highest. Um, I made forty thousand dollars overnight. Yeah, he didn't say That's forty. He didn't say forty. <laughs> uh, yeah, he didn't say forty thousand in five years. He said overnight. While I was asleep, I made my yearly salary. Let's talk about it this way. <clears throat> Let's talk about it this way. Oh, I'm tired. This is David talking right now, but in my voice. Oh, I'm tired. I'm gonna go to bed. Sleep. Wakes up. Blink, blink. Oh, I'm gonna take a shower. Let me check my phone first. Forty thousand dollars. Pretty much. I'm rich. <laughs> that's pretty what, much. That's what he experienced. Uh, wow. Let me tell you this. I'm not even close to that in the stock market. That's okay. That's yeah. Crypto's. It's the, a long term. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. not saying cryptos where you you need to get those forty thousand dollar profits overnight. All yeah. I am saying is this dude shut his eyes, woke <laughs> up, and thought he was still in a dream, my boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I will ask you this question. I think everybody's probably thinking it. Did you sell? Did you take the profit? I waited about another week, and I made about thirty six thousand off of that. Guess what? Guess what? Not enough people are talking to this boy nice. Need to hear it. <laughs> that is impressive. 36K yeah. or 40K, it does not matter. That was after tax. Yeah. He took that home yeah. and put it in his bank account. He took his woman to a nice dinner, treated mm. himself to a nice pair of shoes, bought a car in cash. This dude has lived yeah. the successful life when it comes to crypto. Yeah. But on the converse, there are people who lose forty thousand overnight. You know, oh, absolutely. It's just that's just how it is. Sorry, yeah. I'm totally hyping this up. I'm gaslighting it on accident. Uh, yeah. Crypto, <laughs> you got to do it at your own risk. Like we always say, we are not professionals. Um, obviously, David does the research, so you don't have to. But it is smart to do your own <laughs> research. I had to plug in my catchphrase. This yeah. is. Uh, this is the, the Uncertified Financial Planners podcast. Yeah. We have David on, David Barham, uh, absolute stud of a crypto investor and guy in general. Yeah. Um, Garrett, you have any more questions? You know, you kind of derailed my tra train of thought with that little um, tangent. <laughs> well, I will uh, say this. Your uh, excitement made me forget what I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> I, hey, I will say this. I will say this. Does crypto work what makes it go up and down is it the same thing that makes a stock go up and down just more people buying it or is it like more like what is mining how does that affect the price do you know yeah so i'm not i'm not too familiar when it comes to mining um, that's not my thing i don't have the tools to do that nor am i an expert on that nor would i ever claim to be um, i can only preach on what i know when it comes to stocks or crypto it's gonna go like any stock would where the more people that have it the more it's gonna go up and vice versa. Um, but I think crypto will be more pushed on popularity or media, or mm -hmm. it will just follow um, the market itself. So if you ever look at the crypto market, if you just take a look at Bitcoin, you can take a look at the whole market because every one of them is going to follow them except like three, four, five a day every once in a while. Uh, but Light, overall, Litecoin, Litecoin yeah. follows Bitcoin. Talk to us nice. I have Litecoin. Yeah. 
cut you off. I apologize, but I have a question, yeah. man. I really do yeah. have a question. Um, so, you know, just kind of going back to this Dogecoin, I think everybody's probably heard of Dogecoin. The thing is, oh, yeah. we saw this shoot up like thousands of percents from six cents to 64 cents in less mm -hmm. than a month, maybe a month max. Yeah. Um, and that was because Tesla and Elon Musk saying mm -hmm. that they were saying that they were going to start accepting that is that something that will prove the uh i guess the the reels from the fakes when it comes to crypto is if stores actually accept them are stores accepting cryptos um can you touch on that yeah i mean i think that'll always be a um something that'll be a, be a good test of whether or not something is good for long term um i think for me personally the way that I, I view and I see cryptocurrencies, I don't see them as something that I'm going to buy or sell something with, even five, six years down from the road, even if you're able to do that. I see cryptocurrency as the stock market for myself, as yeah. a more volatile market, as something I can buy and sell and trade, but not as something that I'm going to buy something on. I know that um, a friend of mine, his dad had some Bitcoin and he, um, this was a long time ago. He had a full one and bought like a pizza or something off of it or no, not a pizza. That, that was a, that was a other story, but, um, he bought like a MacBook, like a $700 one with Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. that, that MacBook at one time was, would have been worth $63,000. So I don't, I don't really see myself using my stock. I think it'd be, I think it'd be foolish is if I looked at you and I was like, are you going to use your stock portfolio and take some of that to go buy Starbucks or something? I, I just don't yeah. see myself doing that. I see myself yeah. using that as my savings investments type thing. That is a great yeah. insight. Um, I have a question that's kind of off topic from that, but that is good insight. Mm -hmm. I did hear about the pizza story as well. That is insane. Yeah, and, yeah and I saw the that. The thing about it is, almost feel like this downturn is just a correction, a short-term correction, because people are like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to pay $64,000 for a MacBook. It's, it's obvious. <laughs> My question comes from, or is, what is, you know, the, there's these crypto firms like Coinbase, not Coinbase, but there's other, yeah. I, mean, I, I own Coinbase stock because I wanted a, a bite, but not, you know, mm -hmm. the whole thing. Um, there's, you know, these other ones, I don't know names, but they're going out yeah. of business. They're filing for bankruptcy. They can't mm -hmm. pay people who had crypto in their firms. They can't pay them. Yeah. So they're, people are losing their fortunes. Does that mm -hmm. scare you? Uh, how do you know which platform to use? So, yeah. Yeah. So that doesn't scare me because I look at ones that have protection of my assets. Um, I don't remember what it is called or what the legal term for it is. Mm -hmm. Um but like if a bank went bankrupt, they would still owe you your money. And it's the same thing with a few of those apps. Like Coinbase has a Coinbase wallet. If Coinbase went to bankruptcy and everything like that, the reason why I trust Coinbase is I would still get all of my money. Um, there That's are, what you use. Yes. I, I prefer Coinbase just because I trust it. Um, I'll buy on Coinbase Pro because the fees are lower. Um, but I'm not, I'm not a fan of Coinbase fees because they're high, but it's, it's worth knowing that the, the, what I buy is mine and I could trade it or put it to a different wallet or app or something if need be. It's not like Robinhood. Robinhood, you're not going to have fees, but you don't own the stock. 
you own what Robinhood invests for you. Um, so if I wanted to pay someone in Bitcoin or transfer that to a wallet, you can't do that on Robinhood. That's why I like Coinbase gives me versatility. Sure. Interesting. Are you talking about the uh, FDIC for um, investments? Yeah, for I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a good segue into today's news, actually. Um, that the new legislation that would register uh, cryptocurrency as a digital commodity, so it could be taxed mm. and regulated. Um, and then it would be insured by, I think, the CFTC Commodity Something Trading Commission. Um, but that is another one of the problems I used to have with crypto is that there was no regulation. You know, how mm -hmm. is if it's going to be used as a currency, how are you going to know it's a commodity in one country? And so you go to Russia and it's a, a currency, you know, it's called yeah. currency, yeah. different tax rates, different transfer um exchange rates you know different things like that so how do you think mm -hmm. this this new legislation will affect the crypto market um i i think it's okay for it because of what you said where it would be better for to have some structure to it to not just be this open market where you can do anything but i, I do think that that would also take away from it if you can tax all of this stuff all of the time and it, it it's going to become less volatile and that, that's what the bit that i like of cryptocurrency is is that it's mm -hmm. volatile um because this is what i use as my volatile stuff i'll have regular stocks for the uh, or, or etfs or anything like that for just mm -hmm. slow growth you know you know the u.s government has to get their hands on any kind of money they can because they spend the crap out of it yeah they really do so uh Fortunately, I feel like your uh, your crypto might get a little less volatile. Yeah, but there's still money to be made in any kind of market, regardless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I do have a question, and it it, it is um, so. I thought you know me being a novice when it comes to crypto, I thought that you know if an economy's failing, if the global economy looks worrisome and looks like it could fail, not that I think it will. But, mm -hmm. you know, say, you know, I mean, we're in a bear market, we're in a recession, supposedly. Um, you know, I figured crypto would go up in that case. I figured that was what it was for was, you know, when stabilization of governments is cr like crumbling, Bitcoin could be that currency. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 this is why I see that I trust um the crypto market is that it's it still follows the regular market it's not gonna go insane or it, it's also just not it's not a promised growth all the time because there's no stock that's going to give you that whenever the economy is down everything is going to go down with it and that includes cryptocurrency at current that includes um just the regular stock market etfs like any anything's going to go down with it so there's there's no stock if you're looking for a stock that's just going to give you money all the time it's not there unless it's ford and yes ford. it is baby <laughs> i was gonna say i 99 percent agree with you uh but ford will forever be the best uh, it's actually our top performer sneak peek to later mm. it's our top performer in our portfolio mm. um ford is the money maker money making machine uh so i 100 percent agree with tough. you now built 
Mm-hmm. Dude, this podcast is built Ford tough. Talk to really Ford and this podcast and David and Garrett and I nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but uh, that's all the questions I really have, Ethan. Do you have any more? I have I one more thing to say. Um, that is, you know, we, you know, you might be leaving this podcast thinking, man, crypto, like it seems like, you know, David did a good job. Like he convinced me. I, I actually want to get into it. I will say this watch the crowd, base your opinions off of the crowd, but you do not have to or you do not follow the crowd. Just because the no. crowd's doing something doesn't mean you have to. I think the number one thing that's being pushed nowadays is being yourself and being unique. And I think that can translate into this. If crypto does not work for you, if the, the risk, uh, versus reward does not work for you when it comes to crypto. It's okay to say it's not for me. Maybe it is yeah. ten years down the line, but it's not for me now. Uh, same with the stock market. Uh, and if if that is you, I suggest you opening a savings account. I don't really suggest savings accounts often, but they're better than checking. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't have any other questions. Uh, is there anything you wanted to touch on, David, that we didn't? No, I just, I just wanted to agree with that, honestly. Like, I, as someone that's made a bunch of money on cryptocurrency, I'm still going to give that same advice of if, if you got kids, you got a mortgage or something like that, you got rent to pay, you got bills, don't buy in because you got more important stuff to do that's active right now. This is a, for me, this is a long term thing. I, I made my fortune overnight and that was great. This is still a long term thing. This is, I'm going to consistently put in only the money that I can that's not going to put me out on the street. Because if, yeah. if I've got a bunch in my bank account and in stocks, and that's great, but I, I don't have enough money to pay my rent, that, that's not the life that's for me. And I don't think that is for really for anybody. Right. I mean, yeah. you want to do what causes you the least harm, uh, but the, yeah. the most significant reward possible with that minimum harm. Uh, but no, definitely, I, I, you know, I've really, I've really enjoyed kind of digging your brain if that's the right way to yeah. say that uh and just kind of figuring out more because i actually genuinely was curious i uh i'm not mm-hmm. i'm a pretty novice guy when it comes to the crypto yeah market. what's the uh one more what's the uh number one crypto you're looking at right now or is that top secret I, I wouldn't say it's top secret because I, I can share with you the one that I made my, my money on last year. And then, um, so what I, well, it was around the time where my market, all the market was up. It was bull market hitting the fall. Um, quarter four is really starting to kick in. Um, and I had, I had two full Ethereum coins. Um, I bought both of them around a thousand, sold both around over three. Um, so I made about six grand off that. I reinvested that into Shiba Inu and that popped for me. Um, the way I, I, I see, see, I see Shiba Inu as one that's going to be even more volatile in a volatile market. Um, so if, if you're looking to make a, a, a quick money on it, short term gain and sell or a long term, I, I, I think that's really a solid one. Um, but if you're looking to just kind of get into cryptocurrency, I'd stick with the big names like Bitcoin, Ethereum. I think Ethereum is going to follow Bitcoin on a similar path, but with um, higher earnings, honestly, even if Bitcoin goes number-wise above it. Um, and I can see Cardano and Polkadot also following pretty, pretty heavily. 
Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Uh, I just want to let all the listeners know Shiba Inu is a type of dog. Um, yeah. Also, it's not even a penny for one currently. No. Um, and I don't think it ever has been more than a penny. Um, so obviously dumping like 4K or, or sorry, six, <laughs> yeah. 6K into that, you probably had a million shares of it. Yeah, I more. had... I had 475 million of them. So, uh, whoa, there's a moth in my apartment. What <laughs> is this? The apocalypse? Cryptocurrency to the moon. All right. Uh, well, that's awesome. <laughs> David, we are, uh, thank you for joining. We are going to talk yeah. about our stock picks of the week and how our portfolio is doing. Uh, but yeah, really appreciate you hopping on. Nothing else. Absolutely. We'll see you a, uh, was a custom Yeti soon. <laughs> Yeah, the UFP podcast custom Yeti is going to be at your doorstep. <laughs> uh, actually, it's not. We we don't. We're not sponsored yet, but we will be. That's the goal. Soon. Waiting on Manscaped. Waiting on Manscaped. Waiting That's on right. Manscaped. You know, I actually have been in talks with Ford uh, Motors, <laughs> so you know, get a they know USB I'm a wrapped Raptor. Uh, actually, they've already put that. Uh, it's literally sitting outside my doorstep. Okay, that was me locking it. Uh, so we're on the portfolio. If you had uh, invested one hundred dollars into each of our picks, that would be a total of seven hundred dollars. Like you know, that's a pretty not. It's a significant amount, but it won't break your back. If you had invested a hundred dollars into these seven picks: Best Buy, Rocks, Ford Motor Company, uh, the Fidelity Zero Large Cap. Mutual fund F N I L X, the Gold Trust uh, I A U, Realty Income Corporation, and then the Vanguard High Dividend ETF V Y M. If you had bought one hundred dollars of those seven, you would now have seven hundred and ninety-six dollars and eighty cents. If you'd bought the day that we recommended it. Let's go over the percent change of each and then the percent change of the overall portfolio and then compare it to the market. So uh, Best Buy, it is up 6.4% since we recommended. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, Solid. That is. Crocs, this was Garrett's recommendation along with Best Buy. Crocs is up 33.28% since we mentioned it. Uh, that's one that Garrett and I talked about a lot um, mm -hmm. before we recommended it, and we both really, really liked it. Um, yep. The number one, and that's the second highest performer. The number one performer, let's hear it, for Ford Motor Company, ticker <laughs> symbol F. It is up 37.75% since the first episode when I mentioned it. It wasn't a technical. So tough. Built Ford Tough. It wasn't our portfolio is built Ford Tough. It wasn't, a, you know, a technical re uh, recommendation, but we talk about it here so much. I figured it would mm -hmm. be. Um, that is one that literally defies all odds and defies the market. Thirty-seven point seven five percent since we recommended. Uh, the the large cap, basically just a mutual fund following the S and P five hundred F N I L X, is up eight point four one percent. So that's what we're going to use for what the market was up uh, since we started recommending, which was July fourteenth, uh, I believe. Yes. So the market is up eight point four one percent roughly uh, before today. Um, 
So, you know, our portfolio, just going, just going off of that before, before we go to the rest of the picks, portfolio is up 13.83% compared to an 8.41% if you had invested in the S&P 500. I think that's pretty freaking good. About an alpha five. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Let's be honest. Okay. Yeah. IAU, the gold shares uh, or the gold trust that I recommended last episode, um, 289 or right, 2.89%. I almost said it was like 289%. It was 2.89%. That's pretty good. It was mainly thrown into our portfolio to just kind of balance it out, get the beta down, um, and just add some balance. Um, and the, that was mine. Uh, oh, was another one of mine, and that is up 6.16%. Um, it was down today, um, but it was up 6.16% right under the market. Um, and then VYM, the Vanguard High Dividend Fund, or ETF, that Garrett recommended, uh, recommended was up 1.91% over the time that we, since we recommended. So 13.8%. No, definitely balanced. Um, those last three that I just mentioned were definitely, actually four were definitely mentioned to balance with Ford, Crocs, mm-hmm. and, and Best Buy being some, not plays, not not trying to get short-term gains, but just ones that we we saw the fundamentals, we saw the charts, and we believed in, um, and they're doing well. But yes, 13.83% since we recommended, um, you would have made $96.80 on your $700 investment. Not too shabby. Not bad at all. Um, all right, I say we get into our picks. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so my pick today is going to be Warner Brothers Discovery, WBD gonna keep it brief this is one i own um see the past week it has gone from 1494 to 1671 good 15 20 percent this past week really good game um highly undervalued by yahoo finances predictions high volume high market cap um 1.35 beta it's it's a little on the higher side but it's got a pretty good P.E. ratio, 8.35. I really like this company. They just released Multiversus. Love that game. Super fun. Um, I see a lot of upside in this company. Um, Yahoo, which is what I'm, I get a lot of my information from, thanks to Ethan, shout out that, um, is 29.25. So just under double its current price and over double what I paid for it. So WBD, Warner Brothers Discovery is my pick for this week. How about you, Ethan? It's a great one. I own it as well. Um, Garrett brought it to my attention. Uh, and it, I'm excited to put it to our or put it on our portfolio. It, it releases earnings tomorrow, so that'll be a big day for it. My pick is one that I've owned for about a year now. It's Smith and Wesson Brands Pow Pow Balam Galam Bajam. It is a guns company, as you may know. Yeah. I got a Got two guns on my hip. On um, Smith and Wesson. All right, SWBI <laughs> is the ticker symbol. Don't actually have two guns on my hip, but let's put it this way: it has a dividend, two point four percent, not too mm-hmm. shabby. Its current price is fourteen fifty nine, um, and uh, Morningstar has it as a undervalued thirty two percent discount. 
and Yahoo Finance has it as undervalued and 145% estimated returns. I don't know if I'm that bullish, but I do love it. Uh, it's a very mm -hmm. good company, I think. It, I mean, it's obviously the industry leader. Um, its earnings date is August 30th, so that's coming up. Uh, I feel like we could mm -hmm. see an uptrend leading up to that. Uh, I'm not going to give you a number, but I do think it is going to be on a bullish little run leading up to August 30th. Um, some more things that I wanted to talk about. This beta is under one. It's 0.8. Um, and I like that for our portfolio. I like to, you know, we're in a little bit of a volatile, you know, season of the market. And I like that mm -hmm. we have something that can kind of balance us out. It's also earning. Uh, its EPS is 4.08, just meaning it has positive earnings. It is making money. Um, and its target price is $21 from Yahoo and twenty dollars and eighty four cents from Morningstar, so twenty one dollar price. It's at fourteen fifty nine. I really like it. Pow pow, galam, bajam, balam. Let's go Smith and Wesson. Thank you. I just got. Um, I think Taurus um, is one of their like uh, sub companies. I forgot the particular word, but I think they own Taurus, and I just got a nine millimeter from them the other day. So yeah. a big Smith and Wesson fan. Time. I actually. Bought more shares recently uh, to lower my price, but I'm a really big fan of the company. It's up 4.4% over the last week, which is not bad for a company or stock that doesn't trade more than, you know, about a million a day. Uh, so not bad yeah. for about 4.4% uh, gain, and yeah. I believe that to continue. Yeah, that's our stock picks of the week. Thank you for learning all about crypto and listening to us. Uh, as always, do the research so you don't have to, but please do your own because that <laughs> is recommended. We are not professionals. Um, but thanks for listening. I, I've enjoyed this podcast or this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. Learned a lot. And we will see y'all on the next one. I can't be found, I'm way too high up off the ground